I want to spill some tea. Okay. <laughs> it's it's going to be juicy. Oh. Hi, and welcome to the Savage Podcast. I'm Rose, also known as Cheap Lazy Vegan on YouTube. And I'm Daniel, one of your favorite guest stars on Cheap Lazy Vegan's YouTube channel. We're two friends who love to talk about the latest trending topics. So get comfortable and join us while we give our savage take on just about everything. You are currently listening to the previous episode of this podcast, but if you would like to listen to this week's episode and get some exclusive content, go over to patreon.com slash the savage podcast. Hi guys. Hello everyone. And welcome to this week's episode of the savage podcast. How would be? Be fantastic. As hell. <laughs> was, How you doing? I'm doing really good. I was saying to Rose, uh, we were just walking. We both did a little fitness class before this. Of course. We are so fucking fit. Working on our fitness. Okay, why are we not like, you know, having six pack abs? I know. We were, I was like, <laughs> okay, we did a massive hike on Saturday of like a huge hike. And then fitness class on Sunday, fitness class Mondays. You know what? It's just, we're doing the best we can. I know. Ooh, it's because we drink. Okay? Yeah, it is. It, it's... It's our lifestyle and it's uh-huh. like, it's balanced. But we don't drink. No, we do drink a lot actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know what? We like it. The thing is, this shows, I mean, also the people that have very, very nice bodies, mm-hmm. it's like genetics and they have very good discipline. Like they, some of yeah. them don't drink at all, yeah. you know? I don't want that laugh. I know. Well, we had you friends know? of ours actually that were like super into CrossFit and stuff. Yes. Super fit. Like So fit. Yeah. Like they look very good. Yeah. They look amazing. Like six pack abs, fucking huge arms, like everything, mm-hmm. you know? And, uh, but they like, you know, didn't really drink. They, yeah, they're you know, very disciplined. Super disciplined. And, and they meal prep like every week. I know. They, it's funny because they like, they got engaged and I was like, oh my God. I know. I was like, congratulations. I was like, come on, guys. I want to take you out for some drinks. And, and they, they didn't drink at all. <laughs> they did have like half a beer each. I think. <laughs> oh my God. They like, because they, like, one of them used, like, I knew one of them for a long time. Yeah. And um, he used to drink um, yeah. when we were much younger. Yeah. And then I think, like, as, you know, we got older, they just got more and more into, he Fitness. was always into CrossFit. Yeah. But he got more and more into it. And mm-hmm. then now they're, you know, very clean lifestyle. It's true. But you, to you each his own. It, you have to admit, though, some of it is genetics because, like, oh, 100%. Like, even if a I, lot of it. Like, I'm sure if I was as disciplined as he was, yes, I would have a really good body. But yes. I, I would, I don't think I would, it would be very hard for me to get as jacked as he was. Definitely. A lot of it is genetics. Yeah. Like, I think um, that's why you can't compare yourself to, like, you know, models or something. Exactly. Because a lot of it is genetics. You know, mm-hmm. the ability to build muscle is very genetic. Like, some people, they try so hard. Yeah. They try to eat so much and then they just can't and some people are just like you know or like some of our friends that are like oh I, I, I gained a bit of weight so I decided to um, work out for like two days and like lost it all I was like are you fucking can I just me? say it's can I say this <laughs> it's it's the black gene oh god I'm telling they have a superior gene mm-hmm. like a physical superior like <laughs> I'm sorry am I wrong guys well, this is the thing. Our friend, the friend that I was talking about as well, he's also... We're both talking about... <laughs> he's also black. And I'm not I'm not discounting any of their effort. And of yeah. course, just because you're black doesn't mean you're going to have a nice body. Exactly. But I do think like um, a lot of black people have very good bodies. Like amazing. And like, yeah. you know, it's like a genetic, you know, gift. I know. And oh. also they're very tall. That's why they're all in the NBA. I know. They're tall. They have really am nice I being bodies. Like, <laughs> am I being politically incorrect here? I don't know. I don't think, I think we're being a little bit too... Uh, Stereotyping. Un- PC. Is that the right word? I don't know. This is like a compliment to them. Yeah. You know, it's like Asians being, you know, good at math or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
It is. I mean, but then some people say it's not good to compliment people based on based gender, on, uh, on race. gender, race. Yeah, because if they're not like that, then it becomes you know. But I'm just, of course not every you know Asian person is good at math, and yeah. not every black person has a really nice body. Yeah, but I think you know, in in a general scale, you know, Beyonce, you know, look at look at her, look at Beyonce. Okay, but she's also like a celebrity. I know, but there's a lot of people that have very nice bodies that happen to be black. I mean, and also like Asians, we have very different bodies. So again, we can't compare. This is what I'm saying. We can't compare. You, exactly. There's genetic, genetic differences. There's also racial differences. Like if you yeah. look at Asian bodies, we have very little curves, right? So mm. it's like the the whole like voluptuous thing. It's just like not really common mm. in Korea or although, Asia. Yeah. Although there like there is some Asian girls oh, that, of have, course. Like, that are naturally very curvy. Of course. Right? But not net. Never as much as black black girls. True, men. true, true. Okay, that we're never gonna have what black girls have. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, you know what? It's fine because you know, again, we're all very different. And the, the um, world would be a boring place if everyone was the same. Exactly. That's what I always think to myself. Exactly. So it's uh it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I've always been like, oh goddamn, what would it be like to have such a big ass and big boobs? I would never know. And small waist. And small waist. Fuck you all. I, <laughs> I hate everybody. I know I do. Like, honestly. It's so not fair. Yeah, honestly. Like, <laughs> I, I remember one time. Okay, like, I went houseboating. Like, a, like this was, like, years ago with, like, a bunch of friends. And I remember some of the guys that were on the houseboat next to us. Like, there's, like, this houseboat that was next to us. Was it had, the, the houseboat of hotties? Yeah, there was okay. a houseboat of hotties. And all of them had, like, fucking ridiculous bodies. All, like, <laughs> six packs and shit. And I'm just like, who are you people? <laughs> Like who the f- and they and they were all drinking heavily. I mean, but we don't know how, how they are in normal life, day to day life. Yeah, that's true. That's like one of my um one of my colleagues from London. He said like he did this like crazy diet. He was going to Vegas with some friends. So like up until like going to Vegas for like four or five months. Yeah. Oh, he, four or five months. That's I think, dedication. I, I, I think it was like that long. He went on like some. Cr- not that I'm recommending this at all, guys. No. He went on some crazy diet. Was like hitting the gym like insane and like stopped drinking pretty much the <gasps> whole time. Wow. That's and, not sustainable. And got shredded. Like, of course. Literally. So then when he went to you Vegas, went. he was just like, fuck yeah, I'm going to go into pool parties, looking fucking hot as hell. And he's never been that shredded ever again. Yeah. But he was like, I was worth it for that time in Vegas. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, was well, it though? I, I guess he, I can't believe he did all that just for that Vegas trip. I know. I mean, was it just for that Vegas trip? I don't know. Because like, I mean, to be fair, I did crash diet for Vegas. Oh, fucking Vegas. You toxic. I okay. I did crash diet for Vegas as well. You know, one of us hasn't been to Vegas. You haven't. I never have. I know. You got to go, Daniels. It's an adult Disneyland, as I like to call it. Maybe I'll go next year. It, I wonder what it's... You know what? I, I bet you it's crazy for the gays. There's probably some like crazy gay scene. There probably is. I don't know it. I'm only familiar with straight Vegas. Yeah. I need, I need to make some more gay friends that will you definitely go on a trip do. with me, you know? I think you do. Like, yeah. you need to have, like, a gay, like, crew. Yeah. So that yeah. I can go on, like, trips with them. And, yes. And, and do gay things live together. Our, <laughs> live, our, live our best gay lives. Yes. Have um, a little gay adventure. Yeah, because like the straights, you know, we don't know anything. Okay. We, you know. Well, actually, I have a funny story about this. <laughs> what? So guys, it's story time right now. I'm going to drop oh. a little story. Um, This was not on purpose, by the way. Both incidents. Do I know this? No, I don't think. I might okay. have told you. So one of my friends lives in Newcastle and she's lovely, like really sweet and stuff. And she's, uh, we've done a, we've done two trips to Spain. So one of them, she came and visited me when I was living there. And another one was before that. So anyway, the first time we go to Barcelona, this was the time that my phone got stolen <laughs> out of my hand in the street while we were drinking. <laughs> so I'd, I'd had a couple glasses of wine, left this, this wine bar. My friend was like settling up the bill. She came out and she saw this guy like 
basically stealing my phone. He ran off. I was really emotional. I was like, hey, let's get fucked up tonight. Like <laughs> my phone's stolen. A health, healthy reaction to any difficult situation. Exactly. I'm just like, you know what? There's nothing I can do about it now. Of unfortunately, course. like it's great. In Love the it. Night. Yeah. Uh-huh. So we went to this bar. We met. And again, we met this like group of American guys. There's like two American guys and this girl. And we just started chatting with them at this bar. And then they were like, oh, we're going to this like gay club. Do you guys right. want to come? And I'm like, uh, yes, I want to go. <laughs> Have you seen me Have speak? You, exactly. <laughs> so we're like, yeah, of course. So we go. So I bring my friend and we get to this bar and it was like possibly like the seediest bar, like the bathroom. There was like, everyone was just having sex in the bathroom. Like, no. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think you, I mean, I don't know how many clubs you've been to where people are having sex in the bathroom. A lot. But yeah, <laughs> so I, you have to be more specific. But okay. yeah, so then, so then, and then my friend went to the bathroom and the, like the hallway to the bathroom was like this narrow corridor with like lots of like corners like this. And in the corners, people were like, it was dark. Was and it like, like yes, things. you told me this. Yeah. So then I she, think. So she came out of the bathroom. She's like, okay, I'm very uncomfortable here. Like, should we go? And I was a bit fucked up at this point, but then I was like, yeah, let's go. So we ended up like, we stayed for a bit longer, but then we left. Oh, okay. So that was that story. That wasn't your scene. No. You were like, no. Well, okay. I mean, I was still having a good time. Like, if people want to fuck in the bathroom, like, go for it. Like, whatever. But it was, like, too much. It was a lot. Okay. Yeah. Then, separately, she came to visit me when I was living in Murthia. Yeah. And one of my friends in, in the city, she, she was also a teacher at the time. She got a recommendation from one of the other teachers for a gay bar in the te- in the city for us all to go to. So, we're like, hey, let's go. Like, this could be amazing. Like, whatever. It was even worse than the one in Barcelona. No. Yeah. And my friend. In Murcia. Yeah. And my friend was like, I am never trusting you. <laughs> and I was like, I swear to God, both times it was not my fault. Like there were recommendations from oh, other people. I thought people. you were going to say that you ran into the same people uh, in Mercia, but no, I no, guess no. not. No, 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 yeah. no. That would have been crazy. That would have been crazy. I mean, to be honest, like, you know, you meet people traveling and like on an off whim like that, I probably wouldn't even know if they bumped into me. Yeah, in the yeah, street. yeah, yeah. Totally. Like I didn't travel with them. It's yeah. just like a one off. Like, hey, we just party together, you know? Yeah, so, so Mercia also has a crazy gay scene. Oh my god! Well, I don't think it's that big. It's like a very small town, but like or a small city. But it was just like but a people very, were fucking yeah, it was intense. everywhere. Yeah, goddamn guys. Oh, and it was people were smoking in there. Like it was a very strange <laughs> place. Yeah. So like seriously, I feel like Vegas. If anybody knows about the gay scene in Vegas, tell do me. Do comment down below because I want to know. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. I feel like it's crazy. I know that um, there's a really famous drag queen that was on RuPaul's Drag Race that performs yeah. there. Oh yes. Britney See, Spears there's gonna be some crazy. Oh yeah. He was, yeah, he was on the season with Kimchi. Oh goddamn, I love that season. I think that'd be my first season I watched. Actually, I didn't really like that season. Now that I think about it, it's a little slower. There's yeah. better seasons. Yeah, but that was the first season I watched, yeah. so I remember. And I love um, Kimchi, so I think that's. Oh, Kimchi is so cute. Yeah. Um, and like the makeup and shit, crazy. Oh, so crazy. Anyways, um, oh my gosh. Yeah. Um. Oh, guys, by the way, Patreon. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, guys. <laughs> if, we have okay, some... so we didn't do our little like spiel because yeah. I guess we just got into talking. Yeah. But if you guys don't know, of course, you need to join our Patreon to get each episode a week earlier than everyone else. So that's mm-hmm. more timely. And you get uh, a bonus episode every single month. And this month. <laughs> what are we going to be talking about, Rose? I want to spill some tea. Okay. <laughs> It's it's gonna be juicy. Oh, it's guys. oh right, Daniel. The juice, uh, the, the, <laughs> the, what, what, the tea is, is steaming. What is the expression like? The juice is worth the squeeze or something. <laughs> I can't it? remember, but I think that's more of like you're trying to date somebody. You're like okay. the juice is worth the squeeze. <laughs> I think I could be wrong, guys. I've never but anyway, heard that. this tea is juicy, oh, and it is a, it is worth a squeeze. <laughs> oh, it's worth a worth a couple squeezes. Let me tell it, you. It may be about. Should I say it? <laughs> it's about. It's it's quite. Is it personal? Is it is it professional? I don't know. It's regarding hiring people. No, mm. that's very vague. That is vague. It's about an assistant that I had. I will not say when. Yeah. 
Um, and it's no one that you've seen. Yes. So yeah. it's um, uh, it's no one that you've seen before on mm-hmm. my YouTube or anything like that. Um, and uh, there's some tea. Yeah. And I think that's going to, you know, maybe trickle into other employees I've hired that may have not been. Um, oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, guys. The tea is steaming. Yes. Okay. The tea is hot. So if you, you guys don't want to miss this one. Okay. Mm. This is the Freely Video 2.0. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And for those of you that aren't subscribed to the Patreon, you missed out because you should go there. You can still check out the the Freely Video. You can check out all of the old um, bonus episodes. And we did uh, an episode, if you guys don't know. Me basically reacting to Freely the Banana Girl mm-hmm. talking about me. Yeah. And it is gold. Yeah. And it okay. was like, and Rose hadn't seen the video up to that point. Yes. So it was like, literally, you get her live yes. reaction as Freely was talking about Rose. Yeah. So. so definitely check that out. Yeah. And also you can check out all of the other previous bonus episodes that are only available for oh, the patrons. Exactly. So check it out, you guys. It is patreon.com slash the savage podcast. Yep. Link is in the show notes and the description. And yep. should we jump right in after this very long conversation i know we had a little story time everything i think how long it be 12 be, minutes oh god damn That's not too bad. no and um one other point that i want to say before mm. we jump into stories guys can summer please just stay here forever oh my god i love summer so much and, like, i'm obsessed i know me too like, like even every just, day i'm just like happier oh it's so nice like, like even today like yeah i was tired i met up with rose after her gym class and we were like walking and it just the heat it is so nice okay like Honestly, Calgary's people actually that nice are, in the summer. Oh my god, I love. I actually love Calgary in the summer. It is very, very nice, mm. and it's actually kind of lively. Like, yeah, there's things you know, going it's on. It's not like, so bad. Like, like, it's, <laughs> like it's a Tuesday. Look at the places we're bumping. I know. People like there patios. are people, and I heard. I don't know. Maybe this is just me being hopeful, but I heard that more people are moving here mm-hmm. because Vancouver and Toronto are too expensive. So all you single guys watching the Hello. podcast, oh hi there! If you want to move here hi. and talk to me. <laughs> And me. <laughs> and, or Daniel, depending on which way you depending swing. Depending on which your preferences okay. are. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let us know because. God damn, we're so thirsty, Rose. Oh my God. I'm like, okay. I like that we're the like announcing on the podcast. Real. We're like, hey guys, if you're We're like trying here. to like, <laughs> we're trying to pull people from the podcast. <laughs> Come on. You know, our audience is like 90% female, right? I do know okay. that. Yeah. We love you guys um, anyway, We love you, know? you all. Yeah. Um, but yeah, people are moving to, to, to Calgary because, yeah. you know, I mean, also, I mean, this is kind of like a story like because we were, we were talking about this. Yeah. Have you guys heard of this like crazy rental crisis? Yeah, like what's going what on? What is happening to this world? Okay, first of all, mm. I keep hearing that it's really, really hard. Like, first of all, I know that in Calgary, the rent prices are going up. Yeah. And I don't really know exactly why. I guess that means there are more people renting. Be, yeah. But I'm also confused. Yeah, typically it like the rent should go up if there's like not yes. enough supply. So if there's not enough rental units and there's more people that need them, then the rent's going to naturally go up because there's going to be competition, right? Yes. Because like if, if there's only one yeah. house and me and you are competing against exactly. it, the price is going to go up. Supply and demand. Exactly. So apparently the rent prices have gone up quite a bit compared to like last year. Mm. This is what's crazy to me. Literally just last year, not even like when I was looking for a place to buy, the rent was not that bad. Yeah. So I could have rented, but then apparently in less than a year, it's completely shifted and changed. And what I'm hearing is that in places like London, UK, for example, and Mm. also Toronto, let me know guys, if you live in Toronto or London or anywhere, it is so crazy to try to rent a place that people are literally, first of all, not only like outbidding the, what the off, the initial um, offer was, Mm -hmm. but people are paying their rent a year in advance, an entire year's worth of rent Mm. before they even move in. That's crazy. Like that fucking blows my mind. I saw this TikTok of this girl that was like in, she was in London. She's like, basically 
this new place came out on the market not yep. very long and then they already had like four or five different offers all like overbidding and then Damn. the person that got the offer was someone that overbid by however much and paid the entire year in advance it's crazy what the <laughs> i know i'm almost like this is dystopian dude yeah like it's it's actually insane like i i, I mean i just i just can't believe it. there's so no crazy. i'm sorry I'm moving out of London if that's the situation. Oh, yeah. If they were like, no way pay, in fucking hell. You have to pay a, mu- a year in advance. Like, hell no. Like, that's like, it, like, even just thinking back to what I was paying in London. Yeah. So I was paying close to like almost a thousand pounds a month. That would be 12,000 pounds I would have yeah. to pay. Like, what is that in Canadian dollars? Like 20 grand? Like 20 something grand. Yeah. Probably 20 grand. Oh, it's crazy. I know. It's I insane. can't. I, I, I'm like, I'm like, okay. Like, I, I just, yeah. Anyways, so it's crazy. Apparently, people have you know money to just pay. But I don't think most people do. And this is where it gets, most people don't. This is where it gets interesting because, like, for example, I was doing some some of my own market research, which Rose, <laughs> Rose didn't agree with me, and I also think that it's probably not not the best. Uh, <laughs> we were talking about this on our, when our, when we were walking outside. Yeah, I was like looking at some of the rental buildings, like my old place that I was renting and stuff like that, and like so many of the balconies were like empty. So I was like, oh, that unit must be vacant. That <laughs> He's unit like, must look be how, vacant. Look how empty balconies are it must mean that half this half those units are vacant which probably is not true. i was like daniel i, I get some of them might be for mm-hmm. sure but some people just don't put things on their balcony that's very true so so it's not really you know it's not a good uh it's interpretation. Andrew Tate style research exactly <laughs> but th- this is where it come, becomes hard with these kind of like um i guess like what, what would they be called like a mega economic thing that's happening like like right. the, like the rents going up because we're so disconnected from it. it's like it's like for example when they were like oh uh the mortgage rates are going up like in Canada this is just another example yeah. and they're saying oh there's a lot of people that are on the precipice of forfeiting for example of their house but it's like we're disconnected because like maybe we don't see that in our circle and we're like yes. how many people are actually at this stage or when they say like oh the like house prices are going down but like again we we only see small snippets yeah we don't see the whole like macro yeah yeah, the macro it becomes really hard with these huge global even especially global trends where it's like it's hard for us to like wrap not even wrap our heads around but like extrapolate the data you know like i don't know that's just like my own personal opinion but like sometimes i'm just like what i see doesn't match up with what's necessarily happening in the yeah you know sure sure yeah in in the grand scheme of things exactly but unlike andrew tate I, I, I'm like, okay, well, they have the statistics to back that up. So I'm not going to use my isolated opinion to say that that's what's happening. It's like, those balconies are empty. That means this building is not full. It's 50% vacant. It's 50% vacant. Oh God, God. It's vacant but to I, I think the ones that, the couple that we walked past that were empty inside. I mean, I think we I mean, can yeah, assume. If it's, if it's empty inside, of Unless course. they're super minimalist. I mean, there are people like that. Who Where knows? Where they literally don't even have a couch. I mean, who the fuck knows? Yeah. I don't know what's going on, but apparently the rental market's crazy. And um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, should we jump into the stories? We should. I think, Rose, did you did you have a story? Okay. So th- th- here's another example of Daniel living under a rock. Although it's probably a good thing because the internet's a horrible place. It is. And um, I try to avoid so, it with all costs. <laughs> so the story is, and you haven't heard of Alex Jones. I bet you if you tell me the story, it's probably going to ring bells. You're being hopeful there. I am. So Alex Jones is this, how do I describe him? He's like a talk show host. Okay. He has his own talk show Mm -hmm. and he basically is like a right wing. I think people call him alt-right, just kind of extreme right wing talk show host and conspiracy theorists. Oh God. And basically he does this talk show where he like talks a lot of shit and 
basically back when sandy hook do you remember sandy hook like the the shooting the school shooting oh yeah yeah yeah. so this was like an elementary school i can't remember what year this was but basically in this elementary school there was like a big shooting and a lot of kids died it was very very dramatic and very sad yeah he came on his show and he started spreading this conspiracy that it was all a hoax and that sandy hook never happened oh my god so he started saying all this shit about how even the parents, because obviously the parents of the kids are like going on TV crying and talking about this issue. And it also brings up the gun violence issue. Could you imagine? If I know. You're, you're a parent and your child. Just wait. It's so bad. So then, I know, it's so bad. So then, his the parents of these children that got killed are going on TV being like, you know, talking about gun violence and, you know, all the issues that br- get, get bring up. Uh, I can't even talk. Get, bring get up. brought up. Get, get brought up. up. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like, these parents are paid shills by the whatever conspiracy, by the government, whatever, in order to uh, sell this agenda. Sell this narrative. This narrative that gun violence is a problem. I, that's just the kind of gist. I, I don't know if I'm saying everything correctly, but essentially he spread this conspiracy that it was a hoax. Yeah. And then that caused, obviously he has a lot of listeners. It's fucking yeah. disturbing how many listeners oh, he has. God. How do these people get these I kind know. of audiences? It's it's disturbing. Anyways, he has a lot of listeners. So a lot of them went to like these Sandy Hook victims. Yeah. And like, you know, harassed them and all this stuff. Oh my God. Like not only are they dealing with the death of their child. Yeah. And all this stuff. Now they're dealing with all this. So what happened was that the story is they are suing Alex Jones. Yeah. Alex Jones. Is that his name? Yeah. Now I'm like getting confused. Mm. So now the trial is happening at this very moment. Uh. And it is juicy. So first of all. So basically they're suing him because obviously it's fucked up. What like, are they suing him for though? Is it defamation or like not defamation? I, there must be like, some kind of term. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, Cause, I cause think I'm it's just, worth I, this lawsuit. No, hundred percent. Yeah. I'm just like thinking, I wonder <clears throat> what they're, Let me what see they're if I trying can, to, um, maybe my phone. um, Cause it, cause it, cause it, cause like obviously like, right. it's not I defamation. Some, yeah. Cause it, defa- it could be mm. defamation is when you talk about someone's character though. Yeah. That, that's what I'm like thinking. Like, but it's spreading false truth, not false truths. It could um, be that. Yeah. It, it's like spreading lies. Yeah. Let me, let me find it. Alex Jones lawsuit. Yeah. Cause I'd be interested to know just like what the, because obviously like certain things they have. It, like it a, was defamation. Yeah. I thought so. So basically they're saying it, it, it does make kind sense of. that it could be defamation because yeah. he's basically saying that the parents were lying. Yeah. So it's right? defamation of character. So sure. Yeah. Anyways, what happened was <laughs> it's fucking insane. One of his, so he has, apparently he went through a shit ton of lawyers because mm. he's probably a horrible person to work with. Yeah. Let me show you his picture. Let me, let, let me know if you find him. Yeah. Let me see. See what he looked like. Is that him? Yeah. Oh, God damn. Oh God. He'd be a, an eyesore and a half. Oh God. <laughs> anyway. And he has this like, oh God, I can't watch. I've, I don't think I've ever actually seen like a full video of him because yeah. he has also this like very heavily raspy voice and he like screams and he's like, I can't even do it. Oh God. Anyway. So just a horrible person. I wouldn't. Want to yeah. Meet. So I don't know how many, I think he has a few lawsuits going on. Yeah. So one thing that just happened and he got a ruling already. Yeah. The drama is that his lawyer apparently, um, <laughs> sent the, the, what do you call The plaintiff's lawyer. Is that the plaintiff? Yeah. So like Alex Jones lawyer sent the plaintiff's lawyer, the, all of the transcripts of his phone by accident. 
Was there so some then, juicy shit in the transcripts? Uh, so basically, they went through the whole... I, I don't know when exactly this happened. Yeah. But I think it. they waited a little bit to reveal this information. I'm not exactly sure. Yeah. But this is what I heard. I heard that they waited a bit to reveal this information mm-hmm. because they had it in their hands. But they wanted to catch him in lies, right? Mm-hmm. So they basically... He basically lied through... Because you're not supposed to lie under oath, technically. Yeah. So he apparently... Such bullshit, though. Of course. Everyone does. But, te- but if you get caught, that's trouble. Yeah. So basically, he was lying under oath... You know, saying all this stuff. I don't know exactly the details. Yeah. But basically... And then he got caught lying under oath. Exactly. So then the lawyer, there's this... Oh my God, it's actually epic. The lawyer goes... So so then he kind of like shows some kind of like text message. And then Alex Jones, you can kind of like see him kind of freaking out a little bit because he's like, how the fuck does he have this? Yeah. And he's like, so you might be wondering how I got this information. Uh. Well, your lawyers sent me the entire transcript of your phone records for like how many years? Yeah. And and then apparently, because I guess you can like accidentally send something, but then you can like send another thing being like, oh, that's like confidential information bring or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Bring it back. They didn't do. They were like they had a chance to do that mm-hmm. and they didn't. Yeah. They just sat on it. Yeah. So now I can use it basically against you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> can you imagine? Oh, my God. He's probably so mad. as lawyers. Oh, dude, can you? And people are saying like, is it really an accident, though? Because how can you fuck up that badly? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, come on. Are you trying to win? Like, but, what are you trying to do? But people do fuck up ba- that badly. Oh, God. Can you imagine? No. I would fuck... I'm sorry. You you will never practice again. I'm, <laughs> I will never hire... Who would hire it's, you? It's crazy. Who would hire him? Tell no me. One. No one. Like, that, <laughs> Anyways, is, that is, like... The, I've never heard of a bigger fuck up in my life. No. Like, that... Like, honestly... Anyway. It's like it's like when you get those emails. This is, like, way lesser scale. Yeah. But, you know, when you get those emails and you open it up and then, it, then you get another email right after that saying the person's trying to recall the email and I'm like, sorry... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, bitch. I already opened it. <laughs> already read. Already That's read. Is there like no way that you can like recall the email? There, well, there is. You can recall an email, but if they've already oh, opened it. Oh, I so see. So for example, like I, I, I don't know exactly how it works, but I just know that I've had a, a situations where I've got an email. I've opened it. Yeah. Then they've, then I've got a second email that said that they were trying to recall that email. Yeah. But I've already opened oh, it. So it was I like see. in my inbox. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. And then I see this article. However bad your past week might have been, here's some consolation. Federico Andito Reynolds was probably worse. That's the lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he must have, he must, it must have just slipped his mind. Like, I bet you what happened is How that- do you accidentally send the entire transcript? Like, I'm yeah. sorry. He might have been trying to send it to someone else in his law firm, though. And then for whatever reason, accidentally send it to the prosecutor. And then, or not the prosecutor, the, the, <laughs> oh yeah, the prosecutor. And then. Oh my God. I mean, I'm glad this happened, to be honest. I think yeah. a lot of people are oh, glad. Oh, that's so golden. Because it's actually golden. And, but I just cannot believe that you had this moment. Like, oh. um, it yeah. popped off. So, yeah, the lawyer said, the the um, plaintiff's lawyer said, um, you messed up, the lawyer messed up and sent me an entire digital copy of your entire cell phone. I mean, I would just fucking walk out of that courtroom at that yeah. moment. But then, then at the same time, like part of me is like, shouldn't that have been presented to the, to the lawyers anyway? Because I thought like when yeah, you but- when you have these cases, like you're supposed to put your shit open. Do you know what I mean? Like I thought. Yeah. No, <laughs> Daniel. No, the I legal don't. system. 
is not I know anything, that's very but true. There's so many loopholes, and of and the whole even having the court situation, I feel like is a little bit of like like we're just playing games at this point. You know what I mean? Mm. There's there's information that you can't say. There's information you can say. Yeah. Like there's all these rules. Like you can't say it this way, that way. Yeah. And of course they're not gonna send the entire, mm-hmm. like I don't know, like that must be. Oh, actually, I think you you have to if it's a criminal investigation. Yeah. But because it's like a civil lawsuit def- you don't yeah. Ha- yeah i think that's the difference yeah so if you like if we're caught like i don't know murdering someone mm-hmm. then i think they have all of your records they have access to yes everything. that's yeah. that's the difference but yeah. if it's a lawsuit then they don't necessarily have to show your entire but even in murder investigations i know <clears throat> like just from watching true crime oh yeah stuff, it's still like a there'll, there'll be like weird things where it's like if they find like for like this might be an extreme example and not exactly accurate guys but like let's say they found the murder victim at your the murder victim yeah. the murder weapon at your house but let's say for some reason it was like ta- considered tampered yeah. with or something like this. Yeah. And even though like it was found at your house with your fingerprints on and is like the, yeah. the the nail in the coffin for you. Yeah. Because it was like tampered with evidence, they actually can't submit it to the courts. And you can't say it in front of the jury. Exactly. So the jury doesn't get that information. Exactly. So that's this like, is what I'm saying. Yeah. That's why I'm like, because yeah. mm, I get it though too that like partly that's in place to protect yes stuff from like a Stephen Avery kind of case happening mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where it's like police potentially would have like again it's unknown mm-hmm. with that case guys but like. They pointed in a really, really weird yeah, what, direction. What do you think about that case? Do you think he's innocent? I do. I think he's innocent. Yeah, too. just the way it was presented and everything else. The story was know. so far fetched. Yeah, it was very strange. Like the whole thing was very strange. Um, but anyway, that's like a side. You know. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It is what it is. But uh, this is crazy. So, anyways, the update is. Yeah. Jury orders Alex Jones to pay forty-five million dollars in Sandy Hook case. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, <laughs> and that's just one lawsuit. I think he has more coming. And that my ki- that my that my friends. I'm gonna say my kid, <laughs> that my kids. That my friends is justice. Smith. Yes. Oh my god. Seriously. Like, uh, I bet you he'll think twice. Uh, uh-huh. Talking about mis- that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Listen, he's rich. I'm sure he has more, way more than 45. But yeah. still, that's a that's significant a chunk. That's a hit. Even for a rich person, that's a significant. Oh chunk. yeah. Depending on how rich they are. I know. But yeah. for him, I think it, it could be a pretty good chunk. Yeah. If you're like a billionaire, 45 yeah, million yeah, yeah. is probably not yeah. a big deal. But like if, even if you're a millionaire, like even let's say you have a couple hundred million. Yeah. 45 million is a fucking lot yeah, of money. It's a lot of money. Yeah. So oh, that is so, justice. It oh, is I love sweet, it. sweet. That is one good Music news. Music to my ears. Oh my gosh. Seriously. Uh, so yeah, mm. I can't believe. Yeah. I just can't believe the fuck up. It's it's just bad. Like I know. You know how you're saying like this kind of like it's not one of the stories I want to talk about, but I do want to mention it because uh-huh. it, it ties in with this. You know how you're mentioning how he has like all of these like like follow not followers, but mm-hmm. like people that like you know follow yeah. his conspiracy. Follow him. Yeah. And they're kind of crazy. You know yeah. what I mean? Like they all might like you know they're just yes. wild. Um, <laughs> there's the I watched this documentary on Netflix called The Internet's Most Hated Man or something. Oh yes, it's 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 uh, it's popular right oh, now. Oh god, it's like number one in Canada or something. This guy just like I'm not gonna I don't want to do too many spoilers. I know you haven't seen it and yeah. stuff. But like this guy basically is like just like a horrible person. Um, and he has this like army of guys that would like follow him because they like his like lifestyle and what he represents. And he's like a player and all this bullshit. And this one lady that like basically her daughter's pictures, uh, ended up on this website. Yeah. And they had requested to take him to take them down and all this stuff. And he just like, wouldn't. Um, so this, her mom was like fighting for her daughter and like she, um, was getting from his like army of followers, like death threats, all this crazy shit, like wild stuff. Oh my God. Like people are crazy. Like people do things with your life. I know. Spend some time, touch some grass. I know. Like, I don't get it. Like I think about my life and like, (laughs) 
how busy and things I have going on. Like, yes. I don't have fucking time to to be like <laughs> to send death threats to be stalking people and like sending them death threats. Oh my god! Like, what are you? What are you actually doing? Like, with your you life? need to do some engaging activities. Yeah, like go for a walk. One hundred percent. Like, know? go do something else. Go cook a meal. Uh. <laughs> like, stop spending time in that basement. I don't okay? get it. exactly. Get out of your parents' basement. Like literally, and go do something with your life. Oh like, god, it is just. It like shocks me. I know. I'm afraid to watch that show. I know. I think it's not. It's not like scary, but like. It will make you angry. Yeah, I'll be mad. Like, you will fucking hate this guy. Oh, God. So, like, he is literally, like, the definition of scum on earth. Oh, God. Like, it is bad. And he has, like, no... The, the worst part, he has too... no shame. No shame and no, like, remorse, remorse. throughout the entire yeah. thing. He's a sociopath. Yeah. Yeah. All he wants was attention. All he wants... Like, he was fucking crazy. Oh, my... So, guys, watch it if you want. <laughs> I think a lot of people must have watched it. Mm. All right. What the... Did you not hear about this? Oh, okay. Wait, no, I have not. So, okay. So, so I, the news story is. Oh God. So a state, the state of Colorado has decided to no longer tax feminine hygiene products and diapers. Now, the reason I wanted to bring this up though, cause I wanted to get your guys' opinion on this. So in Canada, I don't know if it, I think it's the same in the States. Certain things are taxed and certain things aren't right. Sure. So things that are considered essential goods yep. or things necessary are not taxed. Right. So like apples, like food. bananas, yes. not processed food, right? But if it's like processed food, it's taxed. And not in Alberta. In Alberta, like most groceries are not taxed. What? Well, and also how do you cl- classify processed food? Like if it's like something that's like highly processed. Well, that's the thing. It's it's a gray area. Yeah. So uh, my experience, when I go to a grocery store, I buy, you know, I buy a mixture of things. Mm-hmm. Very rarely is it ever taxed unless I buy something that's not food. But you also buy a lot of produce, don't you? Uh, but I don't only buy produce. I yeah. buy like... like Next time you go to a grocery store, buy I'll other look. things and check. They yeah. don't. I mean, in Alberta, I yeah. don't know about other places, mm-hmm. but here, like, because also I think it's not fair to classify certain food as processed and sort of because yeah. pasta could be processed, you know, white yeah. rice could be processed. Oh, that's so interesting. I should look at my yeah. It's yeah. it's because it, I do taxes for my groceries. I'm I'm almost ninety nine percent sure oh, that pretty much all unless you eat out when you're eating out at a restaurant. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. taxed. Yeah, when you eat out, uh, you know, when you buy food, I don't know, in certain situations, mm. it can be taxed. But other than that, like food and drink is generally not taxed here. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. But well, I don't. I don't know about Colorado, but apparently Colorado decided, I guess before they were paying tax on diapers and feminine and hygiene products. Right. So they've decided to remove that now and are saying there's going to be no sales tax on those because they're not, they're not considered like luxury items. Well, I think they should, this is my controversial socialist take. Okay. These should be available to everybody (laughs) (laughs) for cheaper. It's also very expensive. Yeah. Like it's fucking expensive. Well, first of all, guys get a, get a, um, for women out there. Okay. Get a, what do you call it? 90% of our audience. Yes. Get a, uh, diva cup, a diva cup. It's also called a menstrual cup, moon cup, a moon cup. There's many, many brands now. I, uh, I did see a TikTok that came up. (laughs) Why? What kind of algorithm are you on? I don't know. My algorithm has gotten a really, (laughs) really strange guy. I think they know that you're a 16 year old girl now, Daniel. (laughs) So there was a woman that had like, you know, like those, um, fake vaginas. That are like these like jelly tubes. Oh, like for teaching? No. Well, I don't know if it's for teaching, but it also, oh, it is it for like, like sex. it's like a sex toy? Oh. So okay. like I, it, but basically like it looks like a vagina on the end. And she was teaching you how to put it in. Yeah, but then it was funny because she like all of a sudden on this TikTok pulls it up and it has like hair also glued on it to make it look more realistic. Oh my god! And I was like, whoa, what is happening here? <laughs> and then she like pulled the cup out. Yeah. She's like, you have to do it this way. And I was like, what is going on on my algorithm well, you know here? <laughs> That Seriously. is some good educational information. I mean, it is. It is. Like, I mean, wrong audience. But, <laughs> so you know. Algorithm messed up. Exactly. The algorithm 
did mess up a uh-huh, little bit, uh-huh, you know. Uh-huh. So, uh, but anyway, you should get a menstrual cup mm-hmm. and also reusable pads. And I've had a zero waste period for five plus years. Wow, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, not a slow, slow clap. That's a fast clap. That's a, That's a yes, fast clap. It's also better for the environment. Yeah. And for the and also because you're reusing it, it's mm-hmm. it's a little bit obviously it's expensive. It's not very cheap. Yeah. But if you think about how much money you're spending on pads and tampons, mm. it you can probably make the money back in a year. Yeah. There's actually a lot of, there's becoming more and more products that are like this though, that are yes. reusable. Like, so for example, like for my laundry, I yeah. bought these things. They're called, oh, a, I need to get that. Yeah. They're called gargoyles. They're like, uh, it's a brand of whatever. Mm. And basically what they are, they're these, these like little balls. Like they're like about this big. Um, and I basically you put them all there's you need about four to five depending yeah. on how big the laundry load is, but you put them in there and they have little beads inside them that like, basically neutralize the water or do something the same thing that laundry detergent does to the yeah. water that helps clean and remove remove waste and the, the clothes come out clean they just don't have a smell like does they have, it how about like stained clothes does it does it do well with that um i think you you need to have a little okay. bit of detergent so okay. i think it's good to have a little bit of both but like like regular stuff that's not stained that's right just like a and little it gets bit. smells out and oh. everything really i mean you, the you, man smell look at the man smell out you sm- you've seen my gym gear yeah <laughs> Okay. I've smelled your gym gear. Exactly. It so gets that smell It out? does. Okay, I need to get me some of these. Yeah. So basically, and, and the good thing about these is they last for about four to five years. That's amazing. And it saves so much because you don't have to buy like as much laundry detergent and stuff. Yes. So and it's like better for the environment. You're exactly. not using as many chemicals. Yeah. And I think like, honestly, it's so fucked up because it's like we've created through capitalism this like constant disposable products. Yeah. And now we're finally being like, this is not a good idea. Like mm-hmm. we're like realizing well, some of us are, not yeah. all of us. Not all, believe me. And it's just kind of like shifting that way. Yeah. Anyway, feminine hygiene products, good. I think it should be cheaper. I think that for yeah. some people it should be, you know, maybe it's maybe it's not fair to say that it should be available for everybody, but like yeah. it should be a lot cheaper and, um, mm-hmm. you know, it should not be taxed. Yeah. And I yeah. Agree. I was watching this thing about actually too, which I, I think we talked about this the other day, but especially for like women that happen to be on the streets. Imagine how hard it is for those women that have their period. I know. This is the thing. We don't like, think what, about these things. What do you do? Like, and I watched this thing and it was like a, I think it was like a YouTube clip or something. And this lady was like talking about it. And she's like, it's so awkward because she's like, I have to go to like a public bathrooms and oh. I like don't know what to, like, you know what I mean? And they don't have access to the same kind of product. So like, it would be good if they could, they could get those things. And I think. Can po- they not, is there no pro, that's the thing. Is there no service government program that gives women these types of things? Because. I mean, maybe there is, but I don't think there's that much support. Yeah. That's to be thing. honest, I, I think the, I think that we would be more surprised as people that aren't on the streets and stuff. Like, I think we'd be more surprised in general. Like we, we I think we think there's more programs out there than right. there are but i, I really yeah yeah wonder, yeah. we take you know? things for granted yeah. and also to access those programs what do they have to do exactly exactly yeah. so i think it's it's quite challenging and diapers contra- controversial opinion but i think in those states that uh ban abortions <laughs> diapers should be fucking free yes diapers baby food absolutely uh, uh let's go after all those baby products um yeah. we're talking <laughs> the entire baby industry basically yeah. if you're saying sorry guys you can't have an abortion, but everything for your baby's free. Yeah. There you go. That's the trade-off. There you go. Uh-huh. But no, that's never going to fucking happen, is I it? Know. I know. I don't even know what's going on right now. I hope you guys are still rioting because it's still fucked up. I know. I actually saw this, uh, another documentary. I haven't watched it yet. Uh-huh. But it came up on, it's on Netflix. It's like Roe versus Wade. Oh, I watched, I watched it. Is well, it I don't know if I watched the whole thing, but yeah. I watched some of it. Yeah. Um, I mean, it makes me mad. Oh, God. But I, like, I it's it's good it. for education. Like, it kind of t- takes you on like a, well, it, I think, I didn't, I can't remember if I finished watching it, but it kind of, t- it's, it makes me mad because it's so in, like, it shows you kind of how it all started yeah. in the very beginning 
Roe v. Wade and how it all got passed. And it was like first wave feminism. Mm. And it's very inspiring to see like first wave feminists mm. um, talking because at that time to have that opinion and to fight for women's rights was not popular, yeah. you know, even amongst women. Right. So um, it, it shows how badass these people were. Yeah. And then for it to just crumble in Ugh. their own lifetime is insane. I know. It's so sad. Like, honestly, it's like. Oh god, I know. it's like beyond frustrating. And things and are just going backwards, and yeah. it's so frustrating. I think the thing that really like upsets me is more so. I mean, obviously, still not more so. This this shit obviously really upsets me, but it also makes me concerned that there's that many people out there that also think that way. Yes, the opposite way. Exactly. You know, I'm like, how is so many people not like? I know. It's, how is this not the? Although it is still the majority opinion yeah. that abortion should be available, yeah. even amongst I think Republicans. I, oh, actually no, that's not true. Yeah, I think gay marriage is where it's like the majority opinion. Yeah, but um, I think it's still majority opinion. Who yeah. knows? But it's not that much majority. You know what I'm saying? Like it should be like fucking ninety something percent. Exactly. But it's not. It's just shocking. Things like this shock me. Like still, I'm just like, oh my god. How are we still there? I know. It's like medieval times. Oh my god, I know. Like, are I we know. gonna go back if like women can't vote anymore? Like, is that what's like, gonna happen? On, like, Fuck, I'm telling you, it's Handmaid's Tale. Like, if we let this happen, mm. it more things are going to happen. Gay marriage is next. Yeah, women can't own property. Oh, goddamn. Going to have to give up your condo, Rose? Goddamn. Well, is someone going to feed me and bathe me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Women's only job is to clean the house. Oh, God. Seriously? We're going to go back to the, the medi- real medieval Oh, times. my God. Honestly. Okay, what's next? What the? F- have you heard about that? No. Oh, my God. Security guard faked mass shooting threats at Lollapalooza to get off work early. Yep. Okay, what festival is Lollapalooza again? So I've heard of it before. Lollapalooza. I Where is it? It's in the U.S. But uh, yeah, so here oh, we Chicago. Go. It's in Chicago. It's Chicago. Okay. So an 18-year-old security guard was arrested at Lollapalooza over the weekend. Story. I know. After she allegedly sent texts and Facebook messages, uh, perpetuating per. Purporting to, purporting to, purporting to, what a weird word. Oh god, it's really hot in here, Rose. Oh, sorry, it's all good. Um, to threaten a mass shooting at the annual event. So I guess like, and then when when they were being like prosecuted and going through the whole thing, I guess her comment was, uh, basically she allegedly said that she made the threats in order to get off work early. What the fuck is wrong with people? I know. Like, it's actually crazy. Like, guys, like, is she going to jail? Yeah. It says charges were filed over the weekend and Williams appeared in the bond court this week. So I think that... Guys, sh- quit your job. I know. Like, I know times are tough, mm-hmm. but this is not the solution. I know. The solution to, like, work... You Guys, like, like... We can write. We can talk about jobs. Yeah, exactly. But what the fuck? But, I mean, this is this generation, you know? Instead of... <laughs> instead of... Are we going to be the old people? Yeah, we are going to be the old people. Instead of, like quitting your job or doing something you know instead you you know send threats to get off early yeah you uh you know maybe i mean it's one person so we can't we can't generalize an entire generation that's true (laughs) i mean we'll get in trouble for that (laughs) you know one of the one of the stories we're going to talk about on patreon has to do with people fucking around their (laughs) fucking around in their jobs you know so this this generation instead of just being like a normal human being maybe calling in sick Maybe just oh. not, you know, <laughs> Yeah, calling it sick. Yeah. Maybe just not, you know, not working as a security guard. If you don't want to fucking work as a security guard, like why do you need to get off work early? Exactly. Like, I don't understand. So was she trying to basically get the, the festival canceled, essentially? I don't know. I assume so, because then if there's a mass shooting threat. Yeah. Then they're going to cancel the festival. But like, oh, my God. Like, what the actual fuck? I know. What the actual fuck? Like, can you imagine? Like, can you imagine doing that? Like, I don't get How it. Do be- 
Okay, I would like to have the confidence of this woman, oh my God, but I know. without the psych- psychotic behavior. Because I'm like, you know what? I actually think I want to get off early today, so I'm gonna actually fake a bomb <laughs> threat. Oh my God! Like what? The what actual- is going on through your head? Get a psychiatric evaluation. I know it's actually like kind of crazy. But I, the amount of anxiety I would have trying to pull that off. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know I would, I'd feel so anxious like shit if I get caught I'm gonna get in so much trouble like did this not go through your head yes like we would be like we're anxious to like leave work early I know and that's like the level of anxiety we have <laughs> I feel I feel bad when I call in sick I'm yes, like oh even if you are sick, I get heart palpitations like when you're sick you're like oh my god do I sound sick enough I know I'm like oh but that's our generation right like we're like I know. we're like in between here's the thing the millennial generation, we're like in between the boomer mm. generation. Is it called boomers? I think so. Boomer generation and then like the Gen Z. Mm. And I mean, not to toot our own horn, but I feel like we're a good balance. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe. The thing, the crazy thing is though, people always shit on millennials. Mm. But I, you know, now it's like it's gotten even, you know, worse with Gen Z in terms of what people think we're like, young yeah, people yeah, are yeah. like. Uh, but, you know, we saw our parents like obviously there's toxicness of the parents, you yeah. know, like or like the older generation, you know, they're you know they're working too much, for example, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're not taking any breaks. And that's all they do is work and they don't ever complain. They don't take care of their mental health at all. Mm. And then we kind of saw that. And I'm sure we still have a little bit of that. You yeah, right? we do. I think we do. So it's a little bit like we have a little bit of that, but also we kind of know a little bit more about mental health. Yeah. You know, we've learned a little bit about work ethic. Yeah. But not all of us. We can't generalize again because no, there's can't. plenty of millennials that do not also work hard. And there's also plenty of millennials that don't take care of the mental health either. And there's plenty of boomers that don't work hard either. And it's so True. it's so funny because I do feel like, and again, I'm generalizing here, guys. <laughs> like we're generalizing. This whole our, thing is a generalization. It is because we're like talking about our experience and stuff. But I always think like it was really funny because like I, I just go back to like when I was working in London, for example, and me and one of my coworkers, we were both kind of like, um, up and coming rising stars in the business, you yes, know? Yes. And um, we worked with a lot of senior executives and senior management team. Right. Um, and, you know, they liked working with us. They put us under a lot of pressure. We were under a ton of pressure. Um, and we went through this huge, um, our company was actually bought and we were very close to the acquisition, mm-hmm. like helping with all sorts of things. So like pretty intense stuff, which was an amazing experience. But at the same time, both of us weren't paid very well. And like, in London, it's like you need to have that certain, you know, all of the execs, like pretty much none of them lived in London. They didn't know the living costs there. And like when we would mention things, like we would like talk to them as well. Be like, hey, like, you know, it's this is not a living wage. Like we need a bit more money, yeah. like this kind of stuff. And it was almost as if they were like thinking like you were entitled. You're entitled. Yeah. They're like all these like young kids. Like, yeah, we're rising stars in the business. But like, why do they expect to get so much money? When on the flip side, it's like they're making so much money. Right. They're not living in London. Sure. And they all own their own house probably out right because they bought it when it was not crazy exactly and they bought it when it was super cheap like even my parents that aren't just on the cusp of that generation yeah because my parents are in their 50s right so they're not quite your parents are very young they are very young they're not quite that generation of like 60s 70s but like even my parents like their first house was only like two times my dad's salary at the time right like it was very much in their wheelhouse and affordable. I mean, we've we've all seen the comparisons of the rise the rise in housing costs. Yeah. But the rise in salary, it's yeah. not even at all close. I know, and it's funny because there's so many jokes when they're like they're saying like the boomer that that generation is like oh you know it's because these kids they're like traveling all the time and eating their avocado on oh, toast. Oh yeah. And <laughs> That's the, the avocado now. on toast is like the big thing, and I'm like guys, it's because one stupid guy that I'm pretty sure was a millennial said yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he like probably came from money. I have no idea. Who's like yeah. in Australia or something? And he was like, you know, if, pe- if people just kept stop eating the avocado on toast and pay $20 for avocado on toast then maybe they can afford a home 
And it's like, <laughs> it's like, it's like the crazy thing is with the cost of groceries and stuff, even if oh. people on certain salaries are not eating avocado on toast, like, I'm sorry, let them have one fucking simple pleasure in life because they can't afford a fucking house. <laughs> yeah. They can barely afford their rent. So God forbid they go out and buy themselves a fucking avocado on yeah. toast. Like, it's so crazy to me. And it's like, I, I see these things like come up on my Facebook all yeah. the time. Like, um, like I just see some, some stuff is yeah. quite funny, like com- comical, but then also I see stuff and I'll, you'll see the comments. Yeah. And it is crazy. Like, I thought that like, this was pretty like well-documented in a sense that like, not that we're com- like whining and complaining, but what we're saying is like, the reality is the, the, the way that salaries and, and cost of living and houses has has kind of gone away from each other. Sure. Like our generation naturally just, it is harder. It's harder to get a house. Yeah. It's harder to do all this stuff. We're not necessarily complaining. It's just the reality of the, of the situation. So many people in the comment section, oh, the millennials, they just whine. They don't want to work. They don't want right. to do things. It's like, bitch, I never said we I didn't want to work. Exactly. We are working, but we're earning not enough because like, like, they, uh, like there's so many like memes and things, but like one really good one was like, there was a picture of this house and I don't know the full reality of it. Like it was a really nice detached house, probably in a really nice area. And they were like a guy working like a minimum wage job or maybe not minimum wage, but like a really like a normal job, a normal job with his m- wife staying at home with the kids yep. was able to afford this. And it's like, that is just nobody's reality right now. Like people with two job, a uh, two, two incomes. Yeah. Can't afford a home. Exactly. In many places in the world. Exactly. That is not okay. Exactly. So what's our what's our message then? Like is Gen Z entitled? Are they not working hard? Or is it just <laughs> <laughs> We're kind of okay, here's the thing. We understand kind of uh, there you know, I do think that of course the younger generation, we mm. have it difficult in this aspect. Yeah. Right. It is absolutely insane that we live in a world where again, two people can be together and work together, earn Good incomes, yeah. people that are university graduated. I'm talking about my friends here that live in Vancouver, Toronto. Yeah. University graduated people that make very good incomes. Mm-hmm. Two of them living together cannot buy a normal house. Or if they buy a yes. house, their house they're, broke. They're house poor and one of their entire salary goes Both. to the house. Exactly. Like That's crazy. Yeah. Any of my friends that have like places like or people that I know that have places yes. out in Toronto or, or Vancouver... It's like they have like no disposable income. Like Yeah, they have no disposable income. Yeah. Um, and that's two of them. Yeah. Not just one person, two. I know. And then but then, okay, so that's that's that. That so it's fucked up. So yeah. like yes, we do have a right to complain, and yes, it's fucked up. Mm. And yes, of course our mental health is important. Yeah. But I do think that in some aspect, the younger mm. generation, not to be that person, yeah. maybe a little fragile. Mm. Maybe not everybody. Yeah. Maybe a little like, you know, on the you know, I don't want to work because I have a little anxiety sort of thing, yeah. which ugh, I can understand to some degree. Yeah. But at the same time, you have responsibilities. Mm. And I like we always like we talk about this off off camera, but we're like, what are you going to do when like real shit happens? Yeah. Like not that having anxiety is not real. But at the yeah. same time, if like something tiny little thing triggers you, what are you going to do when like some big thing happens? You got You got to face hardships at exactly. life and you gotta you gotta learn to deal with them and like you know obviously again mental health is important and i don't disagree with that but like but part of building your mental health yeah. is building resilience yeah and dealing with slightly tough situations being coddled all the time like for example covid two years we stayed home i think that did a fucking huge uh negative impact for a lot of people oh wait uh, uh- 100%. Yes. Everybody did negative impact. For exactly. Them. Even like, for me. Like every single person. Like all of us. Because like, it was like we were just staying home. Yeah. 
if we were not dealing with different <laughs> things in some weird ways though guys like you i know it. i know like i know it's not good for my mental health you and miss i know it. like i'm like but you know when life is like crazy i know i just kind of like i kind of miss it like it's nice to be like oh i actually don't have anything to do tonight i can't do anything oh my tonight. god i know the thing is though i mean obviously covid was a to- terrible time guys yeah. i'm not yeah. i mean not that uh, it's also not over but yeah. anyway um <laughs> but it's like now i have s- I, the FOMO is fully back, oh, right? yeah. especially 100%. in the summer. Yeah. I'm like, I want to do everything yeah. and I want to be invited to everything. And not that I have friends, but like, you know, <laughs> so, ev- so even when I have one or two nights when I'm staying home, I'm like, it's nice. But at the same time, I'm like, it's like summer. Yeah. I want to go for COVID, a beer. I want to go to patio. Yeah. COVID. I'm like, we're all staying home. Yeah. No one's doing anything interesting. Oh, I uh, missed that. It was, it was so nice because it's like, okay, well, I'd yeah. finish work. I'd just be at home. <laughs> what if th- this ties into our story? It does. Exactly. <laughs> it all kind of links together. Oh my God, you guys. So we went on that little tangent for a reason. Yes. So t- read us the title so of the, the story. So the next story, and I kind of do want to ask, this is actually, a, I want to ask the audience as well. Like this is a separate. There might be some Gen Z in the audience. Exactly. And I think Maybe they have is. a different perspective. Yeah. So, so this is saying that, and again, this is part of like inflation, but they're saying Gen Z is racking up credit card debt almost three times as fast as everyone else as inflation sinks in. So basically what they're saying is on average, yeah, on average and this compared is, to other people. Yeah. Compared to other people, um, they are having seeing, a harder time. Wait, go up a yeah. little bit. Gen Z is having a harder time paying off credit cards as inflation increases yeah. compared to a year ago. Credit card balances for younger people increased by 30%. Yeah. Low credit score consumers also saw their credit card balance rise by almost 25%. So they're saying Gen Z is going up more than even low credit score people. Right. So people that aren't good at managing their credit right. and everything else. And they're okay. saying, they're saying, and this, they, again, this is kind of just like a, based on a, um, like probably an analysis or whatever yeah. by Vantage Score. They're saying, so Gen Z saw this 30% increase overall of their balances that they were carrying on their credit cards yeah. versus 11% with everyone else. Yeah. So rest of the population saw an 11%. That's mm-hmm. significantly higher. Yeah. That's huge. And and I think... I mean, I they're g- just younger? Yeah. I don't know. I, I wonder what it... Like, I don't know. It's hard to... Uh-huh. Continue. But the interesting thing is, like, what was inflation? Like, this is the US article. So, like, what was inflation? I mean, like- it's not 30%. I mean, some... Actually, some things... Some things are. It's insane. Yeah. You guys, honestly, because I have a business as well, yeah. I see things from, like, more of a macro perspective because yeah. we're buying bulk things. Yeah. It is crazy. Nuts. Okay. One of the things that we buy, I won't say what, because yeah. I don't know. One of the things that we buy that is yeah. essential to our business yeah. has gone up in price 50%. Yeah. What we used to pay uh, per one thing, it was like $25. Mm-hmm. It went up in literally a month, $38. It's insane. What the fuck? Yeah. So I guess the question. And I can't even complain because I don't know what's going on over there. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I feel bad. Like, yeah. Anyway. It's crazy. It is crazy. But you're right. So, Wait, and it's not every. Anyway, yeah. Wh- what is this? It's not everything. But what I was going to say is, is this is just going to be my question to the audience. I mean, I guess it's a stupid question because we're all impacted by this. But like, you know, have you guys not not have you guys noticed? <laughs> it says for millennials, the data found that their credit card balances went up by 22. percent So millennials are also pretty bad. Yeah. Um, with inflation driving prices up for commodities like gas and food, young and low income consumers are having a harder time paying off credit card and other bills than they were earlier in the pandemic. And you know, this is guys, this is really concerning because like we already talked about like housing and rent increases, yep. everything else. The thing that makes me <coughs> concerned is like, again, in Calgary, we're a little bit sheltered, but not so much in a sense that like, you know, our costs for like rent and stuff aren't as crazy as some other cities. It's still going, getting up there now though. Mm. Um, but I guess the concern that I have is if like, it's more the people that are like, 
you know, on the line. Yeah. Like, what are they going to do? That's they, why they're using the credit card. That's the thing. But this is it. But that can only go on for, that's only sustainable for right. so long. Right. And then you get into like. What counts as Gen Z? I think it's like tw- I think it's like, like teenagers to no, twenty. No, no, I think it's like t- up to 25, 26. But like the thing what? is, the thing is, okay, guys, this is one thing that pisses me off about these, these categories as well. I know. If you it's look not up, fair. if you look up millennials though, or you look up any of it's the like categories, it's like a ten year gap. But it, but but every source tells a slightly different story. Yes. One will be like, oh, it's people from twenty eight to thirty eight. Okay, cool. One will say it's thirty to forty. I know. Okay, cool. Another one says it's twenty five to th- like. I'm like, which one is it? Like, can we make? Can we? <laughs> can we make a fucking consensus here i there i know there's no consensus yeah, it's like it's just made up it says gen z in one in one source it says gen z is born after 1996 yeah so that would be how old daniel <laughs> so 96 is 25 but born after 1996 but it doesn't stop so that means it could be up until now yeah what see that's another thing yeah. these giant like 20 year fucking because like that's wait 1996 that's an adult isn't it isn't an adult oh yeah my brother my brother was born in 97 20 something 26 it would be yeah so you can't have a gap of 20 something you can't have a range that's that big yeah yeah, yeah. and generalize the whole population like that yeah because people being born now probably gonna be different from 20 something year olds oh yeah for sure I don't know. It's just kind of like that's another stupid thing about this whole thing. Mm-hmm. I love, I love that. Yeah. I, I think it, you've probably seen it. The algorithm for TikTok though, when they're like, <laughs> which one? You know, like the older generation born in the oh, early, yeah. early '90s, and people are like, <laughs> I know, but, like people born in the 1990s. Oh yeah, but like people born in the 1990s. It's like, and then everyone's like, uh, excuse me, are we the older generation? We, we are. are. We're talking like the older generation. Oh, we're like, oh my god, the young people. I know. It's funny. We were like going for a walk the other day, guys, and we we're talking about all this stuff because we talk about this also off camera. <laughs> yeah. Like we just never stop talking <laughs> yeah. about stuff yeah and uh we were just like going for a walk and we're like oh my god and i don't know if you, any of you have had this realization or if you're even that at you're a, old in your in your if you're at our age bracket or whatever when you're like when we're talking about like the younger generation they were like holy shit and we're complaining about the yeah. younger generation I, you know what i feel like you know you're old when because yes. when i was in my 20s i was never like oh those young you know 18 yep. 19 year olds or whatever you know but now i'm like oh those young 20 year olds yeah those like, Gen Look at Zers. what they're doing. Yeah. Look at what they're complaining oh about. My, like, they those, didn't have it as hard as we did. <laughs> we, we, we have become We've old. become that. <gasps> <gasps> okay. But it is like a, I mean, again, we, every generation complains about the generation after. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in some, in some aspects <clears throat> though, obviously young, young people have it more together. But I also think, I, I think, I think every generation had its pros and cons. Right? Yes. So there's definitely like, I think, you know, I look at my like grandparents generation, for example, like one of the pros generally, like, again, that was starting to change even for my grandparents generation, but generally it was like only 1% to be the breadwinner. Right. So they could have, but that's that was not a- really a, a, a care, like a generation sort of thing. It's more of the circumstances. So they had it kind of easy. Yeah. Essentially. But, but that would be a pro of being a part of that generation. Oh, being, Oh, I see where you yeah. mean. I thought so you I meant about you- like the, the pros of the characteristics of the generation. Oh no, no, no. I was meaning like being in each generation. has its Of pros course. And cons. Like I think one of the pros for us is like, for example, like our generation, you know, travels opened up a lot more. Oh, connectivity has opened up a, a lot more. I think that's one of the one of the pros. One of the cons is everything's fucking expensive as fuck now. Yeah, and you know we can't yeah. really you know do be able to generate the same kind of wealth that our the generation before uh-huh, was able uh-huh. to. Um, so there's definitely pros and cons to each, right? So I don't know. So yeah, what what what's Gen Z gonna do? I don't know what what are we all gonna do, Rose? That's the real yeah. question. I mean, if you think about it, like the if 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 Gen Z goes to like maybe twenty five or something, they're obviously not making much money, um, and it's it's it is also concerning that they're spending so much on their credit card, yeah. guys. 
you, we have to save money, but the, at the same time, is it because we can't save money? But it's hard to say. Exactly. And also, you know the, the you know the messed up thing in our society, Rose. What's the messed up thing? Is we have to get a credit you card. Have to get a credit I know card. it's so fucked this up. This is the thing. The credit card companies. This is all a scam. Oh yeah, it is. We are living just a giant scam right now, you guys. If you think about it, it's kind of like fucked up how our society works in a sense that, like, in order for you to do anything, like if you want to get a house, you want to do a car, a car get a car, you want to get a line of credit or anything like this, you, you have need a to line get a of credit, credit because, and then you have to get a credit card. You have to get a credit card. It's like you're forced to get it. And like, don't get me wrong. So I've you know, gotten better over time with my spending and stuff. And now I have, I do have a credit card, which I use all the time. But what I do is I use it to get the points and then pay it off every month. Right? Yes. So I've that's always like, paid it off every month. Exactly. Which, which is great that we're able to do that. Mm-hmm. Like that's a fortunate thing. Um, but I think people that, you know, even, even people that are making good money, if they're not, if they don't have good spending habits, what can happen yep. is they'll get a credit card, they'll max it out yep. and then they'll start running into all these problems. Right. And it's like, but they're forced to do it. Like you, 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 it's almost like you're forcing people that we're not teaching even in yep. school how to, how to manage finances and stuff. Yep. And you're saying, Hey, get this credit card. And people look at it as like free money. They're yes. like, Oh sweet. It's like, I don't have money in my account, but I, I got like 2000 on my credit card. Yep. And then it's like, they don't, they don't click in that. Actually, that's not your money. Like you shouldn't be spending that if you don't have it to pay it off later. I know it's or so to, fucked or up. Or to pay it off when you next get paid or whatever. Right. Like, and not knock into this vicious cycle of like, I don't know. It, it's paying off the minimum payment. Exactly. And then you have to spend more. That is the, this art that, that is it's like the it's biggest scam. Because if you think this about it. This whole thing is a scam. Yeah. Like the interest rates on credit cards. What are they even? It's, it's like 20%. So, it's, it's higher than that. I think depending on the credit card, I think it's like 25%. It's oh. ridiculous. So like if you get into that situation where you max out your credit yeah. card, which I'm sure some people are and it A sucks, lot of people are. Yeah. And it's like, even if you make your minimum payments, it's like, it's like almost impossible to pay it off. Like it will take you so long and it's such a scam. Like I don't understand how the credit card companies have got away with it for so long. Because I feel like the whole, our whole existence is a scam. Like everything we're doing is all fucked up. Um, but I think here's the thing with the credit card thing. There's people that genuine, like I I do think that it's, it's a systemic issue. Like most things, it's a systemic issue. We have this issue exactly like you described. Mm. Why do 18 year olds need a credit card? Yeah. It makes no fucking sense. And why do we need to have a credit card to prove that we can pay something off? If we have a, like a savings account and we're able to save money, that should also be counted. This is is my biggest argument. Thank you. Like Mm -hmm. that's literally, there's two things that I wanted to bring up about this. Well, that is one of them. Uh-huh. If you go to, let's say, buy a house or do whatever, okay, let's say you don't have a credit card, you have a lot saved. You've proved that you're able to save yes. while working, like substantial amount, even if it's not a substantial amount, but you, you're able to save. And number two, another big indicator of being able to pay your shit on time is why can't they look at, for example, your bills, um, yep. your rent that you pay? Are you paying your bills on time? Exactly. They can look at your like bills. You could like that could be proof to say, hey, guess what? I don't have a credit card because I don't want to get a credit card, but I pay everything cash. Yep. I pay all my bills on time. I pay my rent every single month, all the time on time. Yep. Why is that not enough to then prove to the bank that you could get a loan to buy a house? Mm-hmm. Like that's so fucked up. They're like, nope, that actually doesn't suffice. That That's no proof to us. <laughs> yeah. It's fucked up. It's, it's so like, fucked it's up. It's like I, I. It's just a way to get because th- think about how much money. Yeah. That people make on an in interest oh, on yeah. basically people getting fucked over. Yeah. That's basically the entire banking industry. Yeah. It's interest. It's crazy. It's it's like actually like it blows my mind because I actually was in this situation when I moved back to Canada because I didn't have a lot of credit history right. here when I moved back. Yeah. 
Um, and, and didn't you like not really have a credit card before? Like you didn't really use a credit no, card. No, I had one before, but I didn't really use it yeah. that much. So you, again, I know you kept using your debit. Yeah. But that's the thing. That why should we have to use the credit like, card? This is, this but is, I kept telling you, you need to use your credit card. I know. Because the way I used to look at it, obviously my thoughts have changed. Um, but the way I used to look at it yeah. is I was, I was like, look, I only want to spend what I have in my account. Like, I don't want to spend more than things that I don't have. Which like, is how we should teach kids. Exactly. But that's not what we're doing. But And that creates negative habits yeah. with money. So many people have such bad money habits. Exactly. And it's you can't even blame them because, again, because of the system. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, and I want to shake people sometimes. I'm like, why are you spending money that you don't have? Exactly. But then we incentivize it by giving people credit cards yeah. when they shouldn't have credit cards. Exactly. And then, and then on top of that, and then we blame them for yeah. having bad spending habits. Exactly. And then on top of that, the credit cards like give these elusive like point programs. Oh yes. So, so people, so people get this false illusion. Like literally, I'm telling you right now, if you carry a balance on your credit card and you have to pay interest, it negates any points you're going to get. Yeah. One hundred percent. Because the points are not nothing. No. Compared the, to your interest. Exactly. The points are like, I don't know. For example, like I think one of my cards, I get like um travel reward points. Yeah. But like it's it probably if I worked out what it was, it's like 2% of my spending or sure, something, you sure. know, something really small. Whereas like if you carry a balance, it's like a 23% interest charge. Like you're just, it's so stupid. Like you're not, the yeah. points are not worth what you're, what you're um, getting. So unless you pay your balance off in full every month, there's like, it's not going to help yeah. you. Um, but I just think it's, it is, it just blows my mind. It blows my mind that our I society is set up in such a way. Like, and I, I ran into this. I was like, I came back. I wanted to buy a place. I had enough money in my account for like a down payment. I had a good job. You could see regular money coming into my account. Yeah. All of this stuff. And it still wasn't enough. They were like, nope, you have to have a credit card, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, and they're like, not only do I have to have a credit card, I couldn't just get a credit card and not use it. You have you to have use to, it. You have to yeah. use it. Like, and I'm like, I know what we're forced to use it. Yeah. yeah. We are. And then, you know, what's even crazier is like, so I put a lot of stuff on my credit card, but then, yeah. like I said, I always pay it off and everything. Yes. But then there's a couple, like since I bought my place, I've been, I've been paying, I've been putting a lot through on my credit card. Uh-huh. Um, and we have to remember to pay it. Yeah. We have to remember to pay it. I've been good at that. I've been yeah. doing it. But interestingly, because I've been like, they've noticed that my balance has generally been a bit higher. Yeah. But then it's always They started, off. they gave you more. All of a sudden I get an offer for more credit. Yeah. Always. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Like imagine uh-huh and that's how people end up in this horrible cycle it's like yeah. they start carrying a they, they start carrying a balance or the, the credit card companies see them spending more yeah it's like oh more you, you need a you need a thousand you need, two thousand oh more. yeah and i'm like no i don't i know but they give it to you and you're like oh i might as well take it i know and i'm like you know for a rainy day but it's like i shouldn't be using my credit card for a rainy day that's I what know. my savings accounts for but like we've literally created that society yeah anyway so then and yeah. then when people are and the, also the problem is we've also created this consumeristic society where people feel the need to buy so many things. Yeah. So I think we have this combination of like this crazy, you know, system that we've created that's obviously bad for all of us, yeah. especially the younger generation. But then the younger generation were brought up with all of these consumeristic goods that mm. they are supposedly have. They have to have the newest iPhone. Kids are being made fun of because they don't have the, you know, best phone. Yeah. You know, all this crazy shit. They're and brought the up. new phone is like $1,200. It's fucking. That's another thing. Phones, guys, in our time. <laughs> in our generation, guys. We, when we had regular phones that weren't smartphones, I yeah. get it. They're different. Yeah. They were like, and I thought it was expensive at that time. It was like yeah. $300 I for know, a phone. I, I remember being like, 300 Holy shit. And now it's like $2,000 yeah. for a fucking phone. Yeah. And it's like, and then so people have to have these things. And then I see people that spend, there are so many people that spend recklessly. Like, oh, yeah. don't, like not everyone is like on the brink of like, you know, whatever like debt like if yeah, they yeah. if they were smart about it 
they they would be fine. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But then also we don't teach kids how to manage money properly. Exactly. We don't teach. So if you have parents, for example, that don't spend that aren't good with money, mm-hmm. the chance that you're going to be good with money is lower yeah. because no one else is going to teach you. Exactly. And then it just it's a constant cycle. So again, it's one of those things. It's kind of like, uh, do you blame the person for being obese or do you blame the society for making people obese? Exactly. It's like, I blame mostly society. Yeah. You know, why are people unhealthy? If, if you look at, for example, like uh, smoking, for example, mm. back in the day in the 60s and 70s, everyone was smoking. Yeah. It was very normal because everybody in that society smoked and also because there was a lot of misinformation by tobacco companies, all these things. And then slowly now, now everybody vapes. Yeah, yeah. Same fucking thing. But yeah. anyway... Um, so it's, again, it's easy to blame individuals and we often do it too as well. We're like, okay, why are you being, and also like, it is like sometimes frustrating to see individuals that could otherwise be perfectly fine Yeah, that just don't know how to spend and they just throw like, like we talk about all the time, like guys that buy like, you know, way too expensive cars for Mm -hmm. no reason or buy houses that are too big for no reason. Yeah. But then at the same time, it's like the society that's creating these like, uh, you know, this false narrative that when you buy these things, it makes you more successful and exactly. happier. Well, and and, and like, it's like it's like the same like and housing is a perfect example. Like, yeah, especially like Calgary is a perfect example of this. Everyone moves really far out of the city because they, they all want to have these massive houses. Yeah. The reality is like even if you have a family, you don't need a huge house. Yes. Like That's never been like a, you know, if you have a house with a couple bedrooms and a kitchen and a living room. Like you don't need to have these like, and it doesn't make you happier to have a big house. Exactly to have these three thousand, four thousand square foot homes. It's like, why? I know. Why Why are we obsessed with that? I know. It's like it's crazy to me. Like I used to, but it's funny because I used to think Uh this too. I was like always like, oh, if I win the lottery, you want a big house. I'm gonna buy fucking you know, even though this is the stupidest thing to do. Uh, by this huge house now like though as i'm getting older i'm yeah. realizing the lack of importance of that and i'm like actually what i would do or what i want to do yeah is i want to get a place in a really nice area yeah it's very walkable all of that kind of mm-hmm. stuff but a small place like something cozy that yeah. i can like design and do something cool with but it's like a small place like nothing fancy yeah. nothing crazy and yeah. that i would be so happy in there like yeah i don't need a five thousand square foot house with like a swimming pool and a tennis court and all this bullshit I'm in the like, middle of nowhere in the middle of nowhere we have to drive f- 20 minutes to get anywhere uh-huh. like i'm like no no thank you like that's not an enjoyable like day to day your life is not going to be that enjoyable like yeah. that's just my personal opinion yeah totally like I maybe agree. don't get me wrong maybe if we were in another lockdown a house, <laughs> yeah. a house like that you know yeah the celebrities like woe is me i'm in my like 10,000 square foot house with a pool but like you know because like know. at least then I was like okay I'll just be poolside you yeah, know but yeah. other than that select situation uh really like I would enjoy like I would love to and get like and it's also sh- so shitty for the environment exactly like I would love to get like a little tiny like you know the little bungalows like <laughs> you love a bungalow I do I love but like a little like those little ones yeah because they're so cute they're they are cozy. really cute and you, you can like do a lot inside of them. Like yeah, you totally. You tear walls it's down and make it room. like, exactly. Especially in Canada. I feel like we have so much, like, especially in Calgary, like all of our homes are big. Yeah. So it's like, we're so spoiled. Like when I went to London, I was like, holy fuck, everything is miniature. Yeah. Like- <laughs> Everything's so much smaller. And, but it, I think living abroad and living in Europe as well taught me though, yeah. that I don't need that much space. I know. Like, I'm like, I don't really need to have like this giant place. I you know. know. Like- that actually brings me up to one last thing I want to talk about, okay. which I saw again, TikTok fucking how it's taking over Take our lives. TikTok, tick, 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 um, But this girl was talking about how like, we need to redirect the conversation about climate change. Mm. Um, because first of all, I think it's like, I don't know, 70% of emissions. I'm just like throwing out a number there, but like a large percent of emissions are coming from like 10% of companies or something like that. Yeah. You know, like a very small number of companies are basically responsible for the majority of our climate 
change crisis Mm -hmm. and the global warming situation. But also, you know, but we're always told like, okay, we need to recycle. We need to stop, you know, and I fully believe in those things. Mm -hmm. And of course we, we talk, oh, we always preach about a plant-based diet. And I do believe that because demand and supply are important, if we lower the demand from the consumer side, it does make a difference. Uh, later on down the line. Yeah, it's the you only, know, it's literally it's the, the only, only way we can do. Exactly. It's the only thing we can do to fight exactly. corporations. Exactly. Because us like, you know, being like you greedy corporations that hasn't done anything. No. So anyways, I do believe in individual changes as mm. well, obviously. But another thing that she brought up, which ties into something we talked about a couple of weeks ago, which mm. was the whole like Kylie Jenner private jet situation. Yeah. So this got brought up and like somebody like, like wrote the the emissions and it is crazy like the 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 amount of emissions that like this private jet uh causes for like maybe one trip or something was like could be just as much as like a year or something of a regular person's you know emission like again i could be exaggerating you you can probably look this up but it was just astronomical like thousands times more like the so the amount that kim kardashian for example um would you know uh would spend in terms of her carbon footprint is so much more than the regular person. So even if like five, like we always talk about, like even if we did something, but like everyone else was not doing it, Mm. then it wouldn't matter. So like, even if like 500 people like reduce their uh, emissions by like half, Mm. if she goes on one trip on a private jet, it negates it. Yeah. So these are things that we need to keep talking about, but this is why we need to keep talking about it Mm. so that not only do we change, but we need to put pressure on these. And it's not just Kim Kardashian again. It's like this long list of celebrities that have these fucking private jets, but also not just celebrities or it's like the the rich people. Exactly. Rich people. Yeah. But again, I do think that the reason why we put such, you know, emphasis on Kim Kardashian and Kylie Jenner is that they're women and they're visible. Yeah. Like, think but about, I think they're women. But also, I think that's part of yes. it too. And but I also think like if you think about it as well, like a lot of like really wealthy like business people yes. and stuff, they might travel private jet helicopters. We don't know about them because they're not. Oh yeah, they're exactly. Not in the limelight. Like, exactly. Like you remember, like one of one of I think it was like a friend of a friend got flown to Russia, right, to work for that businessman. Right. Private yeah, yeah, yeah. jet. He yeah. Fly, that guy flies private jets yeah. everywhere. Would have And never these known. people actually have less of an excuse because, like, I can kind of understand celebrities because they're obviously very famous. Yeah. And maybe it's like a security thing. You know, maybe they don't want. To, you know, like I can kind of understand because they get recognized. And, yeah. But, you know, people get recognized all the time. Fucking have a security team. Exactly. Go on first class. You're fine. And fly with your security. Like, exactly. I mean, is that what needs to happen? I don't know. I like, know. And then, but then these billionaires that don't really have a name, mm-hmm. a, a face to a name. Yeah. They could fly first class, but they don't. Yeah, I know. Because they want their private jet mm-hmm. and stuff. But you're right. Like, there's like so many things, other things that we could be doing or putting pressure on different yeah. areas that would actually have much larger impacts. Yeah. But they're not talked about. I know. It is like... Because it, we all want to live that life. Exactly. It's always glamorized. This like private jets and giant mansions and f- having 20 cars. Like Jeffree Star doing his fucking, you know, house tour. And yeah. like how many oh cars God, does that man have? Ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And then we I glamor... It, I, I know. We glamorize it and we look up to it. Yeah. And we're like, that's what I want to do. I want to be exactly. that person. I want 20 pools. Yeah. I want a tennis court. And I'm just one person. Mm-hmm. But I think it's funny because like I feel like I've matured because the, like a long yeah, time yeah, ago yeah. the old me like would have thought the same. Oh yeah, yeah. I would have yeah. been like, oh my god, I want that. Whereas yeah. now, like like in all reality, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't mind having one nice vehicle. Yeah. 
It doesn't even have to be a brand new car. It could be like just a nice and a, like a cute little bungalow somewhere. Yeah. The rest of my time is going to be like doing other things. Yes. You know what I mean? Activities, lifestyle, all that stuff. Exactly. But like, yeah, seeing Jeffree Star's mansion now, I'm just like, oh God. Like, I know. It doesn't feel like a home. Like, I know. It's like, it's like you're at some kind of like convention center. Yeah. Like it, it doesn't feel homey at all. Oh, it's horrible. Like it's not nice. Like, I mean, yeah, it would be like nice as like a hotel to go like stay there. Yeah. But uh, to live there, I'm no. like, oh. I know it's crazy. I also like, I think yeah. when I was young, I, w- I would watch like the rich life yeah. of whatever. And I was like obsessed with that show. Like mm. the, uh, uh, what, what, what was it called? Uh, what was it called? It was on, like, MTV much, Cribs. Uh, MTV, no, it wasn't MTV Cribs, but I also watched that. My Super Suit 16? No. no, but they had this show where basically it was like, um, it was like a narrator and they talked about like, and each episode was like a different celebrity. It was like yeah. the rich, fabulous life of Britney Spears. And they would mm. show like her houses and basically all the things that she spends money on. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, these people are so rich, man. Yeah. And now I'm like, ugh. I know. Like it's gross. Um, And also like, yeah, none of it looks good to me because I yeah. know they're miserable. Yeah that's the thing but this is it you know that they're like a lot of them are like trying to fill something exactly a lot of them are like not saying this is all celebrities but like a lot of those people living those lives even the people that aren't celebrities that are like these billionaires like they're on like antidepressants they're on all this stuff i mean squid game is a perfect narrative of that as well the the old man that's like i'm bored like i'm fucking bored yeah that's why i'm creating this like squid game and doing all this stuff because what else do i do with my time exactly so yeah. Anyways, on I got that, <laughs> say it, Daniel. On that positive note, guys. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Once again, we are going to be doing that Patreon exclusive Ooh, where juicy, I will be juicy. I will be spilling some hot hot tea. Oof. So if you want to join in on that, you can uh, uh, subscribe to our Patreon. It's mm-hmm. patreon.com slash the savage podcast. Mm-hmm. All of the perks and everything will be uh I mean we've already talked about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ad free bonus episode further yeah. than everyone else it's yeah. great it's great um, make sure you follow us on instagram at the savage podcast yeah. and of course wherever you are listening to uh our podcast give us a little rating of five stars yeah. tell your friends tell your family and what else daniel and uh, if you're watching us on youtube subscribe give us a thumbs up guys um thank you so much again for watching and your time this week and we will be back next week with another episode yeah see you guys later bye, bye.